The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Brews, episode Nintendo 64. <laughs> My name is John. No, wait, we're the podcast that explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. I that didn't quite is. hit the post, but that's all right. I feel like we're a little out of practice. It's been a, it's been a minute since we've actually podcasted. I know. We, we kind of threw everybody off putting out the Brewfest episode, but we actually recorded that like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. so nobody weeks. can remember, my name is John. <laughs> With me as always, Mr. Steve. Happy anniversary, by the way. Yeah, thank you too. So <laughs> I didn't get you anything. <laughs> so I saw on Twitter today that three years ago was when the Eagles played the Jaguars. Although in, in, in London, London, which if you remember, yes. is the day that we went to Stolen Sun to discuss doing this doing whole the show. Thing. See, today is our three-year friendship friends anniversary. Friends anniversary. You yes. and I. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, cheers to that's, that. I'm going to give you a pound for now until we get some beers out here. That's exactly how the conversation <laughs> <then> goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you going next? That's what we're starting Ooh, with. No, it, it's a no bones day. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Is that what that means? No. We're going to dig it. That's not what it means. <laughs> it's a lot of no bone days around here. Yeah, so I guess it's happy anniversary to Might Be Brews. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's a cool milestone that you uh, didn't realize was happening right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was <laughs> happening either. No, that's exactly how anniversary conversations go with my wife and I. <laughs> that's relatable. Yeah. Uh, I would assume to people out there, that's relatable. Like, it's oh, shit. Uh, it's your anniversary. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Our special guest is uh, the one known as White Iverson. Hi. <laughs> My brother Taylor. He's the first person to ever call me that. <laughs> Hopefully not the last. I'm really that open they call, not. That's what they call Post Malone, right? That was his jam, White Iverson. Oh, yeah, I guess no so. No White Iverson yeah, on you. I guess. So you're on the same level as Post Malone that's, as far as I'm concerned. It's a 0% chance. <laughs> Is 64 equals... I had, to get, I had to get an Iverson jersey because I'm disgusted with the Sixers, and I can't... I can't... like I, All I have is a Jimmy Butler jersey and a Ben Simmons jersey. And what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? What am I supposed to do? I could rock the Benny, the, 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 the Jimmy Butler jersey because, you know, that's my guy. But he's currently obviously not a sixer. I like those new ones with the Spectrum logo callback on the side. Me I like too. that jersey. It's nice. Me too. I that like them. better not be a goddamn Ben Simmons jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that's hanging in the closet. <laughs> Def No Bones Day, says Brett. Yeah, thanks everybody for the anniversary wishes. That was nice. We got a bunch of little that's shout nice, outs there. That's nice. Three years with Steve. Positivity on Facebook? That's impossible. I know, right? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's what you guys do to people. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That's, nice. that's We just bring positivity into the world. <laughs> that's what we do. It's nice. Um, can you give me a good news sounder? No. We don't have that? <laughs> no, it's not on there. No way. I, that's not on there. Shit. <laughs> Have you heard the news? <laughs> That's so funny. So uh, our it, <laughs> we were <laughs> we were gonna do a episode that was kind of like a throwback to might be news. How much fun we had with the you know um, 
good news. Yeah. What's the point? All that good late stuff. Review. And late review. Exactly. I took a lot of that stuff off. I still have some of the good ones. So we still got remember some when he, good sounders. Remember when he said, I'm not running on the board. And he has <laughs> yeah. kept his hands off. <laughs> just like molesting it's just it so like here. lit up and beautiful. And, uh, oh, you yeah, miss it, right? I do miss it a yeah. little bit, yeah. Yep. For sure. So, I've thought about it. I've thought about like just how long it's been since I've I've done a show. Like I mean, I've done a couple appearances here with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um you know, since everything kind of stopped, but it's 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 cool. It's cool being back with you guys and having a microphone in front of my face and well you guys do cameras here. I didn't do cameras for all that long, but I camera. I keep forgetting <laughs> to look up, so I'll keep trying. So um First, I want to give a shout out to our buddy Brett in the chat there. Oh, yeah. Because he hooked us up with these no, beers. Brew gentlemen, run the jewels. And what's that say on the front of there? You want to read that description there, Mr. Steve? Blockbuster Night Part One. And you asked me to do this, but I really am, I don't know what it is. An IPA made with terpenes? I think that means weed. Something to do with weed. I think it's like. Um, that would explain why I don't know what it is. <laughs> me too. But I'm pretty sure it's something like that. This is uh, I'm really excited for this. Anything yeah. run the jewels, I'm very excited about. I know, right? And it's the pink, it's the pink can, the pink album. Yeah, did you see they got a uh, action figures? Do you see those action figures? They that look came fantastic. Out? It's crazy how they put out merch like that, mm-hmm. like little limited runs, and I bet you they sell it like Elon Musk flamethrowers. Oh wow, this is delicious. This is really good. Thank oh, you, Brett. That's Thank interesting. You. That is, it's got a. It's really smooth. It's hoppy and it's definitely got that flavor, and I, it reminds me of CBD oil. Yeah, definitely like in the smell. I got it in the smell a yep. lot. I it's like it in the flavor too, but it's 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 completely unique to. I can't think of anything else I've had that that tastes like this. Unique is a very good word. Yeah, <laughs> just like run the jewels. Cheers, thanks. All right, so here's my good news story. I and I'm going to tell you. Maybe it has something to do with my personality or where I'm at mentally. But I looked through three or four good news stories and didn't like any of them. <laughs> any of them. Welcome to 2021. Yeah. <laughs> now, you didn't like them for the podcast or <clears throat> you just didn't want people to have joy? <laughs> well, That's probably the most one. of it. Was that it? One, yeah. None of them necessarily. This is too good. There was nothing that I could relate to. There was nothing that I was like, oh, I would, I, I could talk about this mm-hmm. or whatever. Just it was like, uh, this, you know. Whatever. And, of course, they're all cool that, you know, you know, some, uh, you know, kids that, um, you know, ask their their stepfather to adopt them. And there's all kinds of cool stuff like that that are neat, but, like, not necessarily anything I was excited about. So the best thing I came up with that I did want to talk about that I thought was interesting was Tom Brady's 600th pass. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Mike Evans. Yeah. Mike Very Evans cool. Hands it up to... Very cool to the story. guy in the in the stands, yeah. and um, and then Mike Evans real- not knowing, yes, not realizing that it's <laughs> yeah. the six hundredth pass, right? So the story is he goes back, right, and and Mike is Mike Evans the one that actually went back and asked for it, right? I think initially, yeah, and then there was go ahead, there well, was then there was some negotiations, yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what it was, but he said, of course, supposedly the guy said you can't say no to Tom Brady. And that's why he gave the ball back. He said, look, it's a, it's a you know, special ball. ball. He yeah. wants it. And he's like, well, I can't say no to Tom Brady. Hands the ball back. 
And um, at the, like the first press conference, Tom Brady's like, "We're gonna hook him up. Like, we're gonna get him like a helmet and some jerseys." Dude, they did a whole lot. They gave him like I think it was like ten thousand dollars and like or something like that that they could like spend at the stadium pro shop pro credit. shop stuff. And then like they gave him uh, I think two Tom Brady signed jerseys, mm-hmm. one from the receiver, um, and and uh, like tickets I think to the rest of the home games this year and next year. Well, did you see the latest thing that Tom Brady gave him? Yeah, no. a Bitcoin. Really, he gave yeah. him a Bitcoin, which at the moment is fifty sixty thousand dollars. I read wow. six, I read sixty four k. Yeah, well. yep. But I wonder how many bitcoins Tom Brady's just got laying around. Now he's so I don't know. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> probably. <laughs> Probably a lot, but the people are saying that ball could be worth five hundred grand. Yeah, some people said that. I did read that, and somebody's like, he got he got stiffed or whatever. But I think that's if that's your team, very fair. That's a very I mean, fair. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, what are they going to do? Give the guy five hundred grand? Like that's not going to happen. No, no. You know what I mean? mean? He could have said, "No, I'm not giving it back," and, <laughs> and be the biggest douche in the world, yeah. and probably have people throwing rocks at his house. <clears throat> Um, Probably, but he did the right thing, and I'm glad some good stuff came from it. He's I think it's up. I think it's a great story. It's a great story. It's a great how, story. How do you walk through the crowd with that ball? Say he didn't get it back. You don't. Like, <laughs> how, how do you make yeah. it out? It, yeah, that's tough. When um, it's almost like you, you, he'd have to like basically get escorted. You need security. Yeah. Back in the day when I was in college, we went to a Flyers game. A friend of mine in college had season tickets, and um. She won the autograph stick, like an autograph stick. A couple players signed the stick. And I was worried about making it out of there with an autograph stick from, like, Peter Zezel. Yeah. And, and much less Tom Brady's 600 yeah, right? ass. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that realized what it was. And I'm sure that, you know, two minutes later, if if that, there was something up on the, on the, the Megatron or whatever it is showing that, you know, it was his 600th pass. Congratulations, right. Tom Brady. So... But now what's going to happen is going to be like the uh, the Barry Bonds when he broke the home run record. Like every last ball became that much more important because you didn't know if it was going to be the record ball. Yeah. So since Brady has the record, every ball now. Say That's he, interesting. Everyone that he passes is breaking a record. Say he throws one now and the next play he gets both his legs broken and he's done for his career. That ball becomes the last the last one. TD, the, the record. Yeah. Because the record's then it, only growing. <clears throat> then the pri- it's like priceless after that. Yeah. I mean. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Fish kind of said the same thing. How much is every TD ball worth for the rest of the season? You know, are they going to not throw them up in there? You know? You know, is, is there, are they going to have to think about it now? <laughs> Tom's what like, yo, do? guys. <laughs> Keep them, Johns. <laughs> Bring that ball back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think any of them have any more significance than the, than the record breaker. Or the 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 six hundred. Well, so, I but mean, the last one will be the record. Yeah, that'll be the le- the well, most. Supposedly, you know, he said in the uh, in the thing in like the press conference that I saw right after, where before the Bitcoin and all that stuff, he was just like, "I don't usually do that stuff. I don't usually keep these, but I thought six hundred was cool, and that's one that I wanted." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see what ends up happening. But I don't know. Times to get Bucks tickets, Fish said. <laughs> That's a little bit of a commute, Fish, for wow. to go down for a Sunday game. Yeah, you just never know <clears throat> what can happen. Or just try to do like every away game that's anywhere within a 10-hour drive. I'm sure you can get 
uh, when they go to the uh, Washington, plenty of tickets still available. Yeah. Jets. Go Birds. <laughs> I like this a little better. Um, this is really good. Those next couple sips, I'm 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 getting a little lime on the back end. I was gonna say there's something fruity in it that I'm uh, I'm starting to pick up. That's what I'm picking up. And lime is sounds like a good uh good descriptor. I think so. I think I think that's just what I was perceiving there on the. I think on it's the back end. I think it's a near perfect beer. It's this is a. Brett said this uh, is an instant classic. <laughs> How's it ranked to BLL, Taylor's First Love? What's a BLL? BLL. I was wondering that myself. I don't know what that means. Mm, I don't know what that means, Brett. Black Long Something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no bones day. That's a no bones, no bones beer. Wow. Black Long Licorice. <laughs> and I hate that shit a lot. Oh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> We're having way too much fun today. Do you have any more good news? That's it. Okay. One and done. You got a, you got an outro sounder? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have this. What's the point? Is there a point to this? What is your point? Are you just going to sit there and look stupid? Okay. We're, de- we're definitely not ready for that. Apparently. I can go for that. I'm ready. going for that? Okay. So my thing is um, I, I don't know exactly where to go with it and how I feel about it but um, I'm definitely conflicted and, and feeling things about it there's um, a lot of st- Bud Light Lime Bud Light Lime uh, that was the BLL Bud Light Lime oh I see <laughs> the, it's not licorice okay uh, no how does this oh, compare to Bud Light Lime oh my god uh, this is like the masterpiece of Bud Light Lime this is what Bud Light Lime would be if it was a craft beer or maybe sequence would be that. But this is yeah. really good. No, this is what Bud Light Lime really wants to be. This might be what it is if, if Bud Light Lime smoked weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely hoppy, and it's definitely juicy, but it's also bitter. It's got some pine. It's got some... Uh, it's got terpenes. It's got terpenes. It's got balance to it. <laughs> it's got a very good balance. This is, has life balance it does. in it. This is, can balance your I'm, life. I was really turned off it for the at the first sip. I was like, "Man, that flavor in there is, I wonder, is not different. is not the, is not what I'm used to." I wonder how much of that has to do with the the aroma of it, though. Like, yeah, did, do you think it maybe like threw your palate off, like threw it for a loop for a second? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe for sure, definitely something like that. <clears throat> so, before you get into your point, yeah, and and I'll bring it into this beer. One of my good news thoughts that I was thinking about was the seed. The Seed down in Atlantic City is having their first anniversary this weekend. So congratulations to The Seed. Uh, if you haven't been down there, check it out. Definitely got some. Uh, we, we got one of those. So. <laughs> That's what that means, right? They you fucking always, love you always it. do that to yeah, me. That when it. <laughs> <laughs> Push the fucking button, I'm bro. Fucking hit that shit. So I got, uh, I got down to Atlantic City this past Saturday to uh, spend the day for my uh, 15th wedding anniversary oh, yeah. with the lovely oh, nice wife. Nice job. Congratulations. Happy Thank anniversary. You. Thank you. So we went to AC for the uh, for the day, for the evening. I hopped over to the seed and uh, brought us back their uh, coffee stout. I got a pills in here, too, from them. And they're making really good beer down there. Uh, if you're into the Saison game, absolutely killer Saisons. Great lager program. Um, their hoppy stuff is good. I haven't had a stout from them yet, so I'm excited to uh, to try this one. Yeah, the, uh, the Seed, a living beer project. I just like the way that sounds. At First Light, it's called, and it's a uh, stout with coffee, Mr. Steve. It is. You don't you don't do coffee usually, but it's all right. Yeah, you know, I do them in stouts. In stouts. In stouts. 
All right, guys, here's my, um, here, here's my, my point. And uh, there's a lot of different ways I was thinking about going with this, but, but here's what I'm going to say and how I'm feeling. That um, I am uh, usually a big Joe Rogan fan, right? And I was really disappointed to hear all of the anti-vax talk about Joe Rogan. I was very <laughs> disappointed in him that he has such an influence. And I'm like, he's got a very big influence, huge influence, very big. Influence. I remember at one point somebody saying more people tune in to Joe Rogan than CNN. Absolutely. The numbers are insane, insane. Mm-hmm. So um, it was recently brought to my attention that he did a podcast with Sanjay Gupta from CNN and uh, who's like a well-respected doctor and things like that. And, and I thought it was going to be an interesting conversation because um, he's very pro-vax and he wanted to really get to the bottom of how Joe Rogan was feeling. And they, and they really talked it out, discussed a lot of studies, and it was a very educated talk. And, um, you know, I think that people are quick to read headlines and see things on the Internet, just like I did, where I was like very upset with Joe Rogan. But I spent the time to listen to, to the show and it kind of changed my view on how I felt about it. And I think that if you actually take the time to listen and, and put the time in, it's not it's not exactly what it is. He's not at all anti-vax, even though he doesn't think it's something he wants to do or is necessary. And I think he brings up another interesting argument that people that are vaccinated get to do more than people that are unvaccinated. Although, right? So, like, for example, I'm going to a concert soon. Mm-hmm. And you are required to show your passport or negative test to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody who has had COVID, if you do, do an antibody test, they're probably going to show a lot more antibodies than somebody who's been vaccinated. So they're probably just as safe, if not more safer to be around than somebody that is vaccinated. And even though I think I, I completely think getting vaccinated is the right thing. And I did it. My family's doing it. I'm probably going to vaccinate my kids when, when that becomes available. The, I think that we should maybe think about how we do things like that. And maybe there should be more antigen, antibody tests um, going on than just straight up, you know, COVID and, and vaccines. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think that Joe Rogan is an incredible podcast host. I think he's an incredible, uh, talented person, very intelligent. I've been a fan of him for years, but I haven't listened to him like religiously either. Um, I know he like thinks outside of the box on a lot of things and I encourage that. So that's cool. Um, I think that he's like pretty much spot on on like, like you said, he, you know, older people should get vaccinated. People who are, you know, but I think people should be free to make their own fucking decisions, but also people accept those consequences. As for the concert that you're the example, that person should go get an antibody test and they should take that as at the concert as admittance. Yeah, that's not at all that what should happen. is being done. And it's that's what should be done. Yeah. But like... Um, It'd be interesting to see the government kind of take... A different approach where well the government is the government has nothing to do with who goes to concerts and who doesn't no but that's all up to the venues they're they're trying to help the you know um the shots and rolling out vaccinations and vaccine cards and everything like that so 
I think it would be an interesting, I just thought it was a really interesting idea that, you know, could there be a shift of some resources to say, hey, let's do tests like these because it's a pretty easy, you know, prick of the finger, right? whatever, oh, take a blood Lord. test. You imagine what the anti-vaxxers would think if the government started taking our blood as opposed to <laughs> injecting us with things. Are you kidding me? That would never happen. And that's what the problem is, is that that uh, uh, we wouldn't, the numbers would be perfectly fine if the normal anti-vax people in America, or the world rather, were the only ones that were still feeling that way. There's so much disinfo on the internet, and there's so many, you know, ridiculous headlines and ridiculous, you know, videos on YouTube, and you know, diff- now there's different social media platforms strictly for disinfo that people flock to, um, and and that's why numbers are where they're at, and that's why Joe Rogan flourishes because a he's, a, for lack of a better term, a shock jock. Right, like he has shocking conversations. He has conversations that make you think, but sometimes he has conversations and makes comments that get headlines like, you know, that make people think that he's anti-vax or make people think that he's one thing and stirs the pot, stirs the pot, and stirs the pot. And a decade plus later, that's why he has the audience that he has. Yeah. is because it works over and over and over and over and over again. I have to say I was pretty impressed listening to it that, like, <clears throat> Joe Rogan being a podcaster and the guy across from him being a doctor mm-hmm. were both respecting each other. Yeah. And also Joe Rogan knew all of the studies. They both were talking about studies and they both knew all about them and who published them and what the stats were and agreed on a lot of, you know, how the studies came out and what their thoughts were. So it was just really interesting. And the other part to it is, um, you know, kind of to bounce off of that, was I saw a lot of stuff about Dave Chappelle in the news mm-hmm. and just how, you know, he's kind of getting attacked. And I really wanted to see the special because I've seen the other ones. And even though he does make fun of a ton of different people, I really wanted to see it for myself and for my own opinion based on what he said. And I thought personally after watching it that he, you know, as much as people can be upset and not like it, it's a, it's a form of entertainment. It's an especially comedy. I always believe that, like, if it's not your cup of tea, get out. I feel like, like John is like full alt right now. Like I think he's that. like all all in on the alt right. I think that's like <laughs> yeah. what's happening. But I'm like, hey, like I people are are hating on him for bashing, you know, a certain group of people. Yeah. And I don't think at all at the end that that's what he was doing. He's making fun of everybody and stereotyping things, and that's an easy way to you know go after people or or to build jokes around. You know, it's easy to to make a stereotype about a type of people a race uh, or whatever you want to call it um and you can make jokes about it and they're funny if it's not your cup of tea then you know it's it's not for you and it may not be exactly what he believes or what his beliefs are but i think if you watch the whole the whole thing by the end of it you're going to realize like what his real stance is and how he feels about people and um you know how he probably treats people in real life versus what's in, you know, the things that he says in the comedy. Yeah, I I was um I love the all of Dave Chappelle's stand-ups. I will say this last one was like very cringy. Yeah. You know, like in a I don't want to say in a good way, but like in a way that was good enough that I finished watching it. 
you know, there were parts of it where I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, yeah, the, that, that's, that's. Where are you going, Dave? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, wrap it up, B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, you have to get to the end to really. And Dave Chappelle does that. Yeah. All the time. He'll say something that's outrageous beginning in the middle or whatever and then just leave it alone and then at the end he'll wrap it up yeah he brings and, it together and he brings and, it together yeah. this time it just felt really long yeah <laughs> like the bad part felt really long yeah. this time and i was like oh, yeah oh. i get it we were me and jack were watching and i was it. like i don't know and i tried to put myself in the shoes of somebody that felt like they might be being attacked and i would understand it you feel uncomfortable um, you feel like they're picking on you and I get that and, and it's really difficult, but it doesn't mean that that's exactly how he feels or he deserves to like be uh, canceled or anything like that. It's, it's like his art. It's what he's putting out. If you don't like the painting, like don't go to the museum or walk past it and go look at something else. Like, well, I mean, it's just his form of comedy or his form of art. But- and I don't think that it necessarily needs to be something that, that you can straight up, um, you know, I that's how it, I feel. I think it's it, it opens up a very wild conversation to be had because I'm very conflicted about Dave Chappelle and his new special. Are you? I like it enough to keep it, like, whatever. I'm not, listen, I'm not like a cancel guy, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I... The people that I disagree with, people have written terrible things, people that have made terrible movies, people that have made just straight up offensive things, disinformation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that shouldn't be there, right? But like uh, like the, the the person that I can think of is like that Milo Yapalopoulos guy who was like going around to all the different colleges and he wrote a book and then... It was like alt-right stuff, and it was like really offensive, and people were like, well, cancel this man, and they did. And it's like, well, I didn't like him, so I was cool with it. And now Dave Chappelle does this, which to me is a cancelable... It's a cancelable special in my book. Okay. It is. I mean, if it was anyone else besides Dave, they would be done. Like, let's put it that way. If like Hannibal Burris came out and did that set, yeah, I don't think Hannibal Burris would be as popular. It's today. an interesting take. Like I don't think yeah. so, and 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 so to me, I'm like, well, I don't I don't agree with what Dave said for the majority of what he said. Does that make it cancelable? No, not to me. But I can see why other people in a certain different group, yeah, would feel that he should be. So I don't know, and it just kind of made me feel like, well. If I don't like Milo Yapalapalapla, yeah, like well, but somebody does, then why is he gone? Yeah, why is he? I mean, he's he's on different Dave, dumb yeah. news channels and whatever, and they're not the same. They're not the same. But like, yeah, it's just an example. Yeah, and then th- therefore I'm conflicted about it. I what I'm just recommending is you do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come to your own conclusions. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, <laughs> You know, I think that that you can see stuff and see headlines and follow trends, and I think it's a good idea to, um, you know, go in there and and consume this content for yourself before you make a judgment on it. I think it's really what I want to get across. Don't just read the headline. Yeah, exactly. That's the real point I'm trying to make. Wow. For a full circle. Yeah, that's a long-ass point. I'm sorry. That was a big circle. All the people that wanted to hear us talk about this crazy coffee beer. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much coffee. You were right. That's a lot of coffee. 
Can I when try it a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah. When I smelled it, it was like, that's like a coffee pot. Like, that's if I just grabbed my coffee pot that's been sitting there. Oh, my. I feel like I'm back it's working like at just, the diner. Yeah, from pouring <laughs> coffee. Like drench the coffee filter into the glass. Yes, exactly. It's that's a lot great. of coffee. I, you almost can, like, the, it tastes like the grounds are in there. Like, mm-hmm. you can, you're waiting to feel them on your tongue. Yes. That it's rolling around in your mouth. But and I just had a sip and I feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. The one are you going to drink that whole thing? Holy crap. I'll get there eventually. But um, the one thing I was going to say, it's only 6%. That's cool. Which That's I was bad. surprised by. Um, and that was actually my point, was to talk about drinkability in beers. Because I feel like that's starting to come around again. Like, you go to the sea, yeah. the highest ABV they had was like 7%. And I think that's a, a trend in beer that's starting to come around of, we don't have to make the 13% hop monsters to enjoy beer. Like right. we can get back to the pills and the lighter stuff that's 4%, 6%, 7%, and still have enjoyable beers. Yeah, it's really nice to find those because, I mean, I think in my younger craft beer days, which wasn't that long ago, um, you know, it was easy to pound a few, you know, double IPAs and be good and or whatever, just handle it better. But, like that stuff gets to you a lot quicker and you realize like, Hey, these, these more drinkable beers, these lower ABVs that are delicious, you can have more of and not get trashed. And, um, you know, it just makes for like a, a better experience wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And I've seen like the, the animated guys talk about drinkability all the time too. Yeah. And I just want to see more of that yes. coming out. So do I, but speaking of animated, you guys headed over to, uh, or you, I should say, headed over to animated for a little F1 party. How you was, uh, Go hang out. I was there. Nice. How yeah. was it? Uh, it was great. The race was uh, wasn't as spectacular as others, which uh, is kind of like I I have like a sports filled point. That's kind of mine. I was gonna do. Um, they were gonna be my toast. F one at the oh. end. Um, animated <laughs> for having animated, us. Yeah. But um, so just a quick thing is is animated was nice enough to let us come out. I'm sure you guys saw post. They they had a little area reserved for us and. You know, uh, none of you came out, so F you in your face. But um, <laughs> All of you out. watching yeah. live, except for Brett and Laura. Yeah. In- including me, because I didn't, yeah, go. didn't go. And Mr. Steve, fuck him. Brett and Laura, I was in Jersey, you're yo. cool. <laughs> F you, F you. F, F everybody. You. You're cool. <laughs> but um, F1 is like, it seriously has become like my, my favorite sport. It's me too, man. I it keep has. having these conversations, like how your bird's doing. I'm like. I don't know. I don't even know anything about Nick Sirianni. But John knows like what, what tires they're going to be using yeah. this coming weekend. <laughs> exactly. At the, at the Mexican <laughs> Grand Prix. So how does it feel to cheer for an engine? <laughs> how, does, how does that work? Uh, it is a team sport, Mr. Steve. I'll have you know. It is a team yeah. sport. And they're, if that engine isn't there, how does the rest of the team <laughs> the, do? The, they have uh, Fred Flintstone foot races <laughs> in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Way less people would die. I'll be the first to say that I never, ever, ever thought that I would be a racing guy. Like, I just, I used to make fun. I had a neighbor that was so into NASCAR that he got a used tire from NASCAR, and it was a Jeff Gordon tire. I don't think it was autographed or anything. It was just had been used on his car for something. Maybe, who knows, it could have been, like, a part of that weekend, like a practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. He got a hold of it. It was on his front effing porch. <laughs> like, he was so proud of it. 
you know, and I made fun of that. And if I had a Lewis Hamilton tire, I don't know what I would do. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Orlando Norris Make tire. a dope, like, coffee table out of it. Yeah, something you know? crazy. Like, I'm starting to get it. So there's just a lot of dynamic things about the sport between, you know, what they're doing, their strategies, what the drivers do, what actually ends up happening on the track, um, you know, the tracks themselves, weather conditions. There's so many cool things that make F1 – a blast. People ask me all the time, like, why aren't you podcasting anymore? Like, where'd you go? Where'd the podcast go? It's like, dude, I've just, I quit podcasting to watch F1. That's like what, what I did. I will say that the, I don't know any halfway F1 fans. They're either super into it or not into it at all. Um, I think for me and John and I've talked about this at length, um, that it's like what really did it for us was the Netflix show. Yeah. And I don't know how, you know, I assume a ton of people are watching it, you know, because they're, they keep bringing it back. They're, they're doing the fourth season now, but like it really, it, it, it shows the personality of the sport and it's unlike, you know, hard knocks is one team. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the, whatever the Amazon one is, is one team. And this is the whole sport. It's the whole yeah. field, and it's just like you it's get kind to of recapping everybody in the whole season. You get to know these guys. You get to through it. It's not the show isn't technical to the point where you get lost in the sauce, but it casually explains the way things work, and that's how. Like John and I, like we're just like, well, I wonder how this works. I wonder how this works, and. One of us will figure it out, or yep. John usually will just call me and be like, did you see this? How about this? We got this news. <laughs> we, like, tag each other in things here and there on, on Instagram and stuff. But I really think that the show had a lot to do with certainly, like, my love and appreciation oh, for, for, sure. for the way that it, it, it all works. I even made fun of you. I remember the first time you kind of came over and you and Jackie were, I was like, super out hesitant back and you were to like, talk about it. You were like, Max Verstappen got pole, and I was like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I for real wanted to hate on you so bad for it. And I watched that show, and um, it's like fucking heroin now. It's really I'm, I'm good. Hooked. I've watched the all three seasons twice. Yeah, me too. I and, and, like, I'm so bad that, like, I get to work from home. Mm -hmm. If I can, I'm putting FP1, FP2 on Friday on. Wow. FP3. You're Poly. doing the whole, the whole like experience. The whole weekend. <laughs> is, that like the is that like the minor leagues? What is that? No, that's, that's their like, practice. Um, yeah, so, yeah. like... The actual like race is on Sunday, but they yeah. do two practice sessions on Friday, a practice session and the qualification on Saturday, and the real race on Sunday. But, right. like, what's F2? FP2 is just free practice, too. Right. That's what, what they call it. But if there's F1. Oh, there's F1, there's F2, there's F3. There what's are F lower what classes. Is, is it a le lesser car? Yes. Is it a lesser driver? Yep. Yes, both. Yes to both, yeah. Yep. So Those guys like, work their way up, 3, 2, 1, to get to F1. Most usually. of the guys that you see in F1 were in F2 and F3 and... Go karts. So is there like an F fourteen? It's like a Ford Focus. Like, is that what take it down to? <laughs> no, it gets to go karts. Yeah, like it goes from like F one to like you nine know, year olds in golf carts yeah, to like yeah. fifteen year olds doing you know the faster cars, and then you've got an 18, 19 year old that's uh. And we don't. I don't follow that. Okay. You know, I don't follow anything be below F one, except so for Indy car. I guess I follow that, and I do consider that below Indy or F one. Yeah. I I'm, uh, we'll see. For sure. So what's the difference? What's uh, the difference between F1 and IndyCar? 
Uh, just the governing body? All the guys in the pit are smoking cigarettes as they change tires in IndyCar. Like, they're drinking beers, and, like, it, it just feels like it feels like the NASCAR of IndyCar, or of, of Formula One. I don't think that's true. I'm calling you out. They are not... <laughs> They're not smoking cigarettes and drinking beers at the Indy 500. They're pro- I promise you they're not drinking beers, but they're probably chain smoking on when the cameras so are I'll tell on. you this, that I, I didn't know really much about Indy, but I got into F1, obviously, and I watched a IndyCar um, documentary or whatever, so thinking, like, maybe I'll, I'll like this. And it was like, you know, this is like the Walmart version. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know, it, it's not even like F1's target. It's like F1 is like Fifth Avenue in New York and like just the everything is top of the line. Everything is really nice. Like millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars goes into each Formula One team. So what's the difference? Is it the speed of the car? Well, IndyCar is just U.S. only. Yes. So it's a U.S. thing. They they travel and okay north america north america north america so they're they're just kind of doing that but yeah it's a completely different series a different league right different governing body just like less money just a lot less money a lot less money and like so less technology um the cars i i read somewhere and i don't know how true this is in 2021 but um indy cars are apparently faster um on straightaways and indie cars are superior on turns, like you know, sh- sharp turns and stuff like that. I've heard a lot of people say that indie cars should be more popular because it's more pure racing than F one. Supposedly, Formula somehow. One's popular is blowing up in America. Yeah, I so I told you that the F one race in Austin this past weekend was the um, most heavily attended U.S. event since COVID. Mm-hmm. There was. Uh, 125,000 people there. Um, it, tons of celebrities. Yeah, tons of celebrities. But it was also the number one event for F1 so far this year. Really? Yeah, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. That's the most well-attended um, event. So I'm really curious to see if they do Texas and Miami next year because there is such a big draw. I'm hoping they can get both contracts done. I'm trying to go, dude. I'm trying to go. I just saw somebody paid almost $4,000 for turn 18 tickets, grandstand tickets in, uh, in Miami. Miami. Yeah. Does F1 do any oval races, or is it all road races? Uh, it's all racetrack. Like, it's no ovals. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Indy does one oval Indy does race. it. I think they do one. They do one oval race a year. But that's the other thing, it's too, like that I didn't realize is it's, it's an open wheel. It's open not the wheel. Indy 500? No. Oh, it might be. The open it wheel. might be. Yeah, it might be. They're open wheel race cars, which changes things a little bit. Where NASCAR, there's a lot more rubbing, and they're they're yeah. you know against each other, and you yeah. can't really F one. You those guys hit tires, and you're they're done. Literally, <laughs> yeah, all over the place. Um, uh, uh, one staggering difference between F one and um, uh, IndyCar that I saw in the last Indy race that I watched, um, the drivers in Formula One can start their own cars, the Indy guys cannot. They okay. need somebody behind them. Like it's not Pushing necessarily, it's not necessarily like a lawnmower choke, but it's kind of like that. I, I thought it was like a crank, it's, like the Beverly Hillbillies yeah, in front of the like, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no. I and it was fun watching the race at the bar. It was it the was. first time we've done it because most of the races we watch are overseas, um, and they happen Sunday morning for us. Yep. So it was exciting. I was really hoping there was more people out there, and that was really the. The experiment was like, if I do this out in a public place, how many more 
people are out there, um, but there's not any. So, so did anybody that you didn't know? Kind of, could you see anybody else watching the race? No, just no. nothing I know of. <laughs> no. no, everybody at the other end of the bar was very content with their football. Yeah, <laughs> they were sure. very content with their football. All right, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was just like us and like the little table in the back, and I mean, we had a great time. I'll tell you that I so I'm such a geek about it. Like I got super excited at um, Brewfest. Because I was walking around and there was a dude with a um, Mercedes Patrona shirt on. Yeah, oh, was, wow. I just had to stop and talk to him. I'm well, like, yeah, yo, yeah, I yeah. love your shirt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can, I, can we be friends? Wow. Like, you're the only other person I know that's into this. So we have, <laughs> we're now connected. That guy definitely alerted security. <laughs> yeah, right sure. Here, this fucking guy. <laughs> like, we have to me. keep him here. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, so my point, I mean, yeah, like. Obviously, I've been away from podcasting for a while. Um, a lot of people like, you know, wonder why why I don't post on Facebook and stuff. I don't like. I was like all into the news and all that stuff, and I am not anymore. <laughs> it's pretty great. Like yeah. I follow the news, but I just kind of gave up arguing about it, and just I talk to people who want to talk, and that's about it. But Really, my point, I, I I have missed more than the news. There's been so much in sports uh, that I've wanted to talk about that I just haven't been able to uh, in front of a microphone. And shout out to Kevin Reevy if he's listening or watching. Yo, Reevy. But, uh, yeah. uh, you know, might be sports. Like, I feel like right now we would have just been week after week after week after week. It would have just been episode blah 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 ben simmons sucks or like fuck ben simmons or like you know or whatever and um the ben simmons thing man uh i just i i feel i have defended ben simmons for years and uh, because his stupid fucking instagram videos get me every summer <laughs> man they get me every summer, and I'm like, oh, my God, Ben Simmons in the gym. Look at him. He's in the gym. He's got a jump shot now. He's working that jumper. He's got a jump shot now. Somebody was filming him for 72 hours straight, and they got three three-pointers on him. Recorded. And they all and ended they up on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, and they all end up on Instagram, and you got idiots like me that go out and buy a jersey. And um, It's going to be legit this year. It's going to be you trust the process. Trust Ben Simmons. It's all good. This guy is a clown, and I cannot and will not support Ben Simmons. I am all about mental health checks and all of that stuff. I don't believe—I don't want to say I don't believe for a second that this guy has mental problems because he clearly has a mental problem with shooting the basketball, and that that much is very clear. And I understand that the Philadelphia crowd and the media and everything about it, Stephen A. Smith and the Shacks and the Charles Barkleys of the world, all trash this kid. And I can't imagine being in that position. Yeah. So I sympathize with him to that point. All you have to do, Ben Simmons, I know you're watching and listening. All you have to do, Ben Simmons, is shoot the fucking ball. That's all you have to do. I don't care if you miss it 70% of the time. Shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. Pass the ball. And where is he right now? Is he practicing? <laughs> no, I think he is practicing now, but I don't know. Okay. I really don't know. I don't think he is practicing. Because all I think he they said, just keep talking about the Eagles on the radio. I can't stand it. I think he said that he's, you know, not mentally ready to play, so he's on 
whatever injured reserve for your mental health is. I can't stand it. And this is his way of getting paid. That's how I feel. That's, I feel that's that. what it is. He's that's his way of not getting suspended practice after practice for for playing Fortnite on his phone instead of doing defensive drills. Period. It's stupid. I can't stand it. I hope he gets traded to fucking uh, uh, Haiti. No I don't give a shit. Get send him the fuck out of yeah. here. Go back to Australia and play in the Tarantula League. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't give a shit what happens to Ben Simmons as long as he's not on the Philadelphia 76ers anymore. I'm going to keep the jersey just to just fucking shit on it whenever I feel like it. That is going to be my forever toilet paper. That is my plan with my Ben Simmons jersey. And I love my Jimmy Butler jersey. You know what I mean? Jimmy Bel- Jimmy Butler doesn't wipe his ass with the city of Philadelphia every day when he wakes up. Ben Simmons does. Two things. Mm-hmm. I think that Ben Simmons was treated better by the fans than he should have been. I agree. Because I was one of those people. 100%. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Number two, what if Ben Simmons tomorrow said, yo, guys, I fucked up. I should have been a bit better teammate. I should have been a better player. I want to come back. I want to help the city of Philadelphia win a championship. I'm all in with the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm practicing. I'm ready to go. What happens? You better shoot the fucking ball. Besides the media. Listen, I am all about. Heads exploding. I'm all about Ben Simmons coming back. If he can do what everybody knows he's supposed to do, which is play point guard and shoot the ball when he's not passing the ball. So let me cut you off there. Yeah. Because I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, I don't either. I think the Ben Simmons that you saw last year is the player that he's going to be. Yep. So what if he comes back and is that player? Then what happens? Do the fans support? Do the fans boo? Do the fans lose their minds? Like what happens? I don't care. And I don't have the answer. It's, they, I don't either because I, either way, it's temporary. Has he trashed the fans? Yes. Has he said anything? I don't know if he that was like his management his group management has, has, which means he did. Because one way or the other, somebody okayed that. Yeah, somebody that represents and, him. And 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 he he never came out and said, "Whoa, I didn't say that." So therefore, he did to me. But he hasn't come out and said anything, really. No, he hasn't. Which also is unacceptable to me. If there's anything I respect about people, is people that are self aware and try to be better and do better. Because so even when you see that, it's easy to be, to respect them and want and, and then start to cheer for them. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that. In certain cases, you do want to root for them and say, hey, like, I, you you were able to come to this conclusion and you seem genuine. I hope you can make it work and help win a championship. Right. But at this point, is does anybody think it's a, it could become a reality? Not with Ben Simmons. Keep the jersey because I gave away a Foles jersey. <laughs> and look what Whoops. happened. He came back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And won a championship. Uh, I'm going to keep the jersey. I think it was a birthday present or an anniversary gift. I don't remember, but it, it just you know it's 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 painful, you know, especially when the Eagles are trash. Right. And because here I am trying to, it's it's Sixer season, a hundred percent for me because I think the Eagles will be lucky to win another game the way they're playing. 
And uh, uh, is this a Reavy rant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fish. What up, Fish? Shout out to Reavy. I, uh, uh, yeah, is it on there? Uh, yep. The Reavy rant. So these leagues, they need to be the parents. We're the kids. We don't know better. We're just fans. I mean, I know better. Because I'm Reavy. And this is the Reavy rant. And I get to say what I want. And I'm right. And he's right. Shout out Reavy. Shout out to Reavy, man. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles are trash right now. I think a lot of it has to do with Nick Sirianni. I think a lot of it has to do with Jeffrey Lurie. I think a lot of it has to do with Howie. I think a lot of it has to do with Jalen Hurts. And, I mean, when you have, like, veteran players on the team just checking out of press press conferences and basically like ratting out the coaches for not being aggressive enough. Brandon Graham. I mean, that's, that's, or, uh, that's Fletcher very Cox, telling. Sorry. That's very telling. And like, I mean, I get it. Like I'm trying to give Nick Sirianni a chance. I get that. Like the Eagles like to choose like coaches that are uh, by and large, nobodies when they start with the franchise. I mean, you look at Andy Reid, he was a quarterback's coach. Uh, same thing with, uh, uh, Doug, P. Doug P and, uh, you know, I think, um, uh, you know, uh, what's the what? A couple other coaches were college coaches, and like you know, you, like they're, they Kelly. they like giving people chances. Yeah, yeah. And I'm cool with that. Um, but somebody needs to tell Nick Sirianni to like diversify his shit because people know what's coming before it comes, and that's why we're that's why we're losing every week. So, I mean, there you go. It's Sixer season. Uh, so uh, to me, it's just like. That's where I'm at. It's just like I'm, I'm kind of just following sports, watching The Sopranos. That's what I've been doing. People want an update with me. I've just been working my ass off at my new job. I love it. I'm not going to mention it. But I'm also not really supposed to talk crazy shit on uh, social media either. Like I'm not. Yeah. They, they frown on me being like, so-and-so sucks or uh, you're a lunatic if you think this. or That's what, I, what happens when you're January 6th was the, real and like all that stuff. The Biden and, administration. Yeah, you know, uh uh, let's go, Brandon, and all that stuff. It's weird. People are weird these days. You can talk uh, Sopranos, though. I can talk Sopranos. I'm on. Um, Jackie and I have been flying through it. We watched um, the Many Saints of Newark, the movie. Yeah, and um, really, really liked it. And neither one of us had ever seen the Sopranos, so we started it because uh, mostly because people were giving me a ton of shit on Facebook about it. And um, I didn't grow up with HBO, you fucks. Um, and assholes. Yeah, you fucking privileged pieces of shit. Um, wow. It's got, it's got dark. I grew up poor. I didn't even have Nickelodeon, okay? Um, but no, I, I uh, we started it and literally haven't watched anything since. Like, I even, I even skipped the last Sixers game to watch, to just keep watching Sopranos. I was like, I oh, just keep going. Just I'm, keep going. I'm a big Sopranos guy. I put it a little bit behind Breaking Bad. Not much. It's definitely up there with it for me. Is Breaking Bad your number one of all time? It might be. Like TV show? And 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 I say that because I haven't seen all of The Wire. So take that out of the equation. I can't wait for you to watch Game of Thrones and see yeah, where you end up. I haven't seen all of Game of Thrones. That's 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 top for me, but I also didn't get into the. Is wire. that your number one? Yeah, Game of Thrones. I is? think so. I didn't get into the Wire that hard. Um, and, you know, I didn't finish it. I, I didn't finish the Sopranos. I watched a lot of it, didn't finish it, 
and I watched a lot of uh, Breaking Bad and didn't finish it. So I'm not a finisher. I'm not a closer, but Game of Thrones did it for me. I was excited for every episode of Game of Thrones to come out to finish that bad boy off. I like the many scenes of Newark. It seemed like the actors were trying to be caricatures of the other actor a little too much sometimes. Yeah. Just a little too much. If I haven't finished it, is it okay to watch that movie? Because yeah. it's a prequel. Job. It has a nothing prequel. to do with the show. Yeah. And, it's an origin story. And <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well, that's what they say. That's what you think. Yeah. And it's not. But to okay. me, there wasn't enough Tony. No, okay. there was You wanted more Tony. Right. Tony was I in think it. there will be, though. And that's fine, I but do. just in that movie, yeah, there wasn't enough Tony. I think there will be. Uh, first of all, um, Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, is awesome in that movie. Is he in that? Yes, really. He is. Does he sing? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he doesn't. What does he do? That was a weird. Pause. He has Don't tell me. very cool scenes. All right, I'm he's down. very good. I thought that's that part of the story felt a little forced. It did, well, and it didn't, it, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Just yeah. a little. It didn't really get resolved either, and that's why I think there's going to be more. Yeah. Um, Fish is bringing up Ozark. I, Ozark. Ozark is up Love there. Ozark, but it, but I can't judge it until it's finished. I agree. I, I have, have to know how it ends. A, yes. Yeah, I have to know how it ends. But I'm hyped for that to come back. For me, Way hyped. For me, The Wire's number one. Um it's not aging great. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I, neither is The Sopranos, I guess. But, like, for me, The Sopranos is, it, like, the worst part of The Sopranos to me in 2021, it for sure, is the music. <laughs> the soundtrack to The Sopranos. Right. Uh, there's some good songs in there. But, like, first of all, Meadow, her whole opinion of music is trash. <laughs> and so any 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 songs that, like, uh, and Adriana, like, her whole, all the shit that has to do with, like, her club and, like, the bands and, like, oh, my God, just kill me. It's terrible. Uh, the Wire, they just, like, I remember there's one episode of The Wire where they go to the library to use the internet. And yeah. the one detective's like, what's that? And the guy's like, it's the internet. And he's like, what's that mean? And I'm just like, oh, my God. Web. How old is this? Right. Like, I'm just like, this is terrible. Like, you should, they, 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 that scene should just get cut out and the show would be 10 times better. <laughs> just, just like, eliminate. I just feel like it would just age it Act like it less. didn't happen. Anything without a cell phone now feels just weird. Weird. It just feels weird. It's a period piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. So, I don't know. That's my point. It's Good cool. Point. It's cool. Good point. What do you want to do? A late review? Um, let's do... Uh, yeah, we could do it. I know it's a little late, <laughs> but... You're just hearing about this? I can't believe I'm just hearing Why didn't I know about this sooner? Why has nobody told me about Curb Your Enthusiasm? Why has nobody talked about it? Because it's never been around yeah. for 20 years. <laughs> That's how I figured with you would have known about it by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Friends or Seinfeld. It's just yeah. the HBO version. They, they so I've known that it existed. Didn't ever give it a shot. And uh, there's a new episode that released the first episode of the new season. So it was right big up front on HBO Max. So I was like, fuck it. Like I'm gonna put it on. And I loved it, and I've been just as much as I can trying to get episodes in, and uh, it's it's so good. It's one of those things that 
I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a, it's probably a lot like Seinfeld. There's a lot of similarities there. Same singers. Writers and, yeah, it's yeah. Guy, he is the guy who created Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure he did a lot of the writing, and it's it's one of those things where an episode can almost stand on its own. Where there's mm-hmm. things that happen yeah. that weave into each other and come back together at the end, reappearing and, like characters mostly, like different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and stuff happens, and and the way that they do it, I just you know, it's one of those things that to me. Seeing it is um, there's a lot of like smart comedy. I feel like yes. just, you know it's, it's it's done well, and I appreciate it. You when I when we talked about this the other day, you made a point that he can be a lot to take because he is the cause of every problem. Yes, and I think you said he can't get out of his own way. Yeah, and and it can get old. It's just I can only watch like five episodes of Curb in a row. That's because a by lot. The, that's a lot. That's a lot. But by then, like Larry David is just like lost his like fizzle with me. Where yeah. I'm just like, all right, all right, Larry, you are a, a, a forever fuck up. Yeah, and that may happen to me. I'm I've only gotten five or six episodes in. You know, I haven't watched it in a couple of days. So I'll when I first got I into can. it, I was like, okay. yeah, I like watched like season one yeah. in an afternoon. Yeah. Like I just was like, this is great. And then, yeah, eventually I was like, okay, cool. All yeah. right. You got to move on. And I put put on Rick and Morty and lasted like a couple episodes and was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. What am I going to do? What yeah. am I doing? <laughs> but you like it though. What do you yeah, give it? No, I like it. Um, I mean, for me, it's probably an eight. Like it's really good. It's not the best thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed I'm surprised that I haven't watched it more. Mm. Um, and even though there's a lot of stuff that's old and you can tell it's like it's shot like shit, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like a lot of bad yes. cinematography. Yeah, it gets but, better, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, um, you know, I dig it. So I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. It did start in like 1981, right? Yeah, that's pro- when like know, the probably. first episode was. It looks like it. <laughs> 83, at least. <laughs> Nobody was shooting on iPhones. Well, I'm hyped because I, I picked something thinking that you were going to pick something else, so I didn't do it. Um what do you mean? I thought you were gonna review Dune, so that's what I'll review. Yeah, do it. Um, you can still do something else. No, I was no, no, gonna no. do Dune, but Curb, I, was, I feel like I was, was gonna do the James Bond movie as my backup. Okay. But cause I'd I like to talk too. Dune because I thought Dune was fantastic. I really liked it. Um, I was really excited about it. I I was disappointed by it though at the same time because I didn't realize that, that they were making more than one movie. Right. And um I just recently watched the original Dune movie just to kind of get ready for this. Yeah. And um it was my first time watching it. Have you ever seen the original? I have not. Have you ever read the book? No, I haven't. Have you? Have you? I have not. Okay. I hear that the book is really great and I'm thinking about reading it. But um the original movie Man, I don't know. It came out in the 80s or the late... Yeah, is that when it was? Okay. Um, David Lynch. The the special effects are abysmal, uh, as most special effects are were back then. But the story in itself was cool. Uh, The thing that, like, I didn't like about the original was how many montages happened. And I guess that's why... (laughs) I guess that's why they're making more than one movie because there's just a ton of subject material to get through. Um... Like, here's a scene, and then here's a montage. Here's a scene, and then here's a montage. And you're each time the montage happens, like something super gangster happens, and it's just kind of like you know. I'm, I'm wondering. So they're taking their time now, which is cool. I'm wondering if I should watch the original. If you want to know how it ends, you can. So far, they've stuck pretty well to it. 
I'm just curious if there's going to be any benefit or if I should try to wait it out. But I mean, we're talking 2023. Yeah, you, you're going to like wait October 2023 and that's, for that's part two. If they're doing just two, like this might be a trilogy or more. Yeah. Like it really might be. And that's what concerns me because, I mean, first of all, like I really, really liked it. I want to see all of it. Right, like, cause it's it's ultimately a thousand times better than the original, even though it's the same story. It sucks that it just like ends. Yeah, and like, it ends when it's about to get great. Yeah, like that's what I that's that's the thing. Like for the people out there that have watched Dune and they're like, "Wow, this is really good," and have no idea, have never seen the original movie or have never read the books, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But believe me that this movie ended when it gets really, really good. It's yeah. about to go down. It really is. Like, uh, Timothy Charleclair's character is about to just wow out. Yeah, I, I can imagine it, but I, I'm just surprised that I watched it. I was like, wow, that was cool. And then I just thought about it a lot. And I'm like, man, I, I really think that like, I really liked it. And I want more, and yep. I'm super frustrated that we're we live in a world that we're used to getting everything we want right There's away. There's characters and I'm like 23 characters that you think are dead aren't. Um, not characters plural. There's like one very important character that you think is dead that isn't, which is going to be exciting for people. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, Timothy Timothy Charlotte is going to go hard. He goes hard. That's awesome. I will say he gets blue eyes eventually, and that's going to be dope for everybody. But I figured he would. Yeah, he will. He's, he's got the. He's got the. The. the he's spend some time on the some spice. He's yeah. going to get that Zendaya too. She's going to be in the movie. She's going to be in the second movie a lot more than seven minutes. I'll I say that. So. Me too, because she's like my her. favorite. I love yeah. Zendaya. She's like my my favorite actress out right now. Yeah. She really is. She's gorgeous. She's hilarious. I can't wait for the new Spider Man movie. Yeah. Oh, I um, that. yeah, I really like it. I like the James Bond movie too. I did. I liked it. Does it have any of you guys seen the James no, Bond movie? No, I haven't seen Dune yet either. I think Dune will be this weekend. Probably. Are you Are you guys uh, Daniel Craig James Bond fans or no? I think so. It's okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, this was a good way for it to end. It was a good. Uh, it was. It was. This was the best one out of his. I think. Okay. I do. I do. Uh, what was it? The there was one that was close. I can't remember. Who's Casino next? Royale. It was good. Who's, gonna, who's the next what, what, James Bond? Who do I think is going to be the next James Bond? Um, Dangerous. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the Witcher guy. Uh, Henry Cavill is a good mm. one. Or what if they go young? What if they do what like Tom Holland? Sean Leclerc. Charles Leclerc? Yeah. They, should, they could do Charles Leclerc. I'm down with that. But He's I don't know scary. if he's a good actor or not. But they could do Tom Holland. They could do um, no. Idris. I'm not doing he's a little old, though, for it. Yeah, he's a little I'm old. not doing Tom Holland. If they did like a, a young young Bond, he's but see him. they've done it they've done it all before. Like I don't know, I don't know who they pick. What do you think? Uh, not Tom Holland. You know, yeah, Chris Pratt. Ugh. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, what's the dude's name that plays Loki? Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. He's okay. too skinny. He's got to bulk up though. Skinny. Got to bulk up. I, he looks good in a suit. He does look good in a suit in uh in Loki. As long as it's not Michael B. Jordan, man. I could have made my point to how bad of an actor Michael B. Jordan is, but I didn't. <laughs> really? Even in cartoons, he's terrible in cartoons, too. Idris Elba. Really? What if? I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely him. No question. 
The only good thing he's ever been in is The Wire. Mm. Don't at me. Creed is a quality movie. Creed is a good movie. I wish they put uh, Captain America in there. What's his name? Anthony Mackie. Far superior. Wow. Mm. Hot take. Yo, this beer is good. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of beer is it? It's a lager. It's a lager. It's a beer. The seed as well? Dry hopped with laurel. As simple as youth? What's your? Oh, oh! I guess I gotta review, uh, give it a rating. Oh, pills. Yeah, you do. I give uh, Dune a solid nine. I give James Bond a solid eight. Cool. I thought you, Mister Steve. You haven't talked in twenty-five I'm gonna, minutes. I'm gonna review <laughs> where we stayed at for our anniversary. Ooh. Oh, very which good. Which was Harrah's in Atlantic City. Okay. okay. Um. To be fair, we only got there for a night. Use some credit card points, didn't have to pay any money. So we just went down. Sweet. We went down on Saturday afternoon. Check in is until four. Check out is at eleven. So you're not even in the room for twenty four hours. When That's you're crazy. Down there for wow, a day. Yeah. It's so short of a time. Um so we got to the hotel about two, maybe a little bit after two. Like, oh, let's see if the room maybe it's ready. So we check, not ready. Let's go eat. We get, go to this burger joint and pay way too much for burgers for yeah, to yeah. get in Atlantic City. Yeah. We check into the room. We're just kind of messing around in the room for a little bit. I'm like, oh, let's, uh, let's get showered up. We'll get ready for dinner. Go into the shower. Turn on the hot water. Nothing. Oh. Oh, no. Like, it's just dribbling out. It's like not no pressure. But cold, plenty of water. Uh. So we're like, well, maybe everybody's just checking in. Maybe it's – so we kind of – Get cleaned up, and then we go down. We have dinner. Dinner was good. McCormick and Schmidt's yeah, yeah. steak and seafood. Yep. Okay. Solid. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. R- really good uh, lobster bisque. Come back up to the room. Water's still out. Mm. Call the front desk. I'm all waiting for the front desk for like a half hour. You're what? kidding me. No. Were they at the tables? I don't know. <laughs> so then they're like, all right, we'll send a maintenance guy up. Maintenance guy comes up. Yep, we got to move you. <laughs> So we got to pack up all our shit. Yep. <coughs> they didn't bring us a key and say, hey, go to this room. They're like, yo, pack up your shit. Go back downstairs. Wait through the check-in line. What? Jesus Christ. No. Yes. That pissed me off. I'm like sitting here just deducting yeah. points. Just taking so, points off. Yeah. yeah. How much is your is that lobster bisque worth at this point? Well, the, that was like... Like, to me, the, the dinner was separate. Like yeah, it was yeah, like a, okay. a separate entity almost, even yeah. though it was in the hotel. Because it's certainly like a bright spot. Right. Yeah. But this, they they lost me with that whole... Wow. we lost like an hour and a half. We're only there for yeah, a yeah. night. Right. We're yeah, not even there right. for 24 hours. So right. we lost like an hour and a half just yeah. messing around, packing up our shit, waiting in line, going back up. Yeah. And the room, the second room was definitely a downgrade. Like, we had a king bed. Then we went to two queens. It's like, happy anniversary. I'll see you later. Oh, oh no. Yeah. It's like, so how bad can they fuck it up for you? I'm giving Harris like a 6.5. Dude, that you're, wow, you're really. That's, that was, that's, yeah. that's gracious, dude. Yeah. That's gracious. The The next day was cool. Like, the uh, I, I bet a little, little on the sports. Like, that was all nice and easy. The breakfast was good the next day. The dinner was good. So yeah, 6.5. That stuff's frustrating, man. It seems I've had stuff happen to me that I stay in hotels a lot, and um, but like I don't know. I guess I've I've been luckier, where a lot of times things end up 
uh, working out better. I can think of a time where I had a room issue. I had to go back down. The same thing. I had to wait in line. And they were like, yo, you pay like an extra like 20 bucks a night. We'll give you a suite. I was like, word. You know, and then we had this like giant suite instead. So that was that was kind of nice. But um, and they, they, they felt bad or whatever because the room issue, whatever. So um, but I've also had terrible shit, man. Remember that time I was flying back from Dallas and I got stuck. And yeah. I was like in the hotel room, and then the fire alarm goes off, and all kinds of shit. So, and 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 it really sucks right now, dude. There's so many places that are way, way, way understaffed, and you could tell. Yes, you could definitely tell. Like you're just waiting forever for food. You're you're you know there's no help. There's whatever. I was actually surprised. The last place that I stayed, they cleaned my room. Like they they haven't even been cleaning rooms. They're just like. Bro, we'll get you when you check out, yeah. hopefully. Right. You know? So, I was really curious about this beer. I'm glad you brought it. Got to make sure you have beer for your toast since I saw you oh, yeah, drink yeah. all the rest I'm of gonna them. I'm going to take a little sip of this for the toast, yeah. That's good? Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Want to do any, uh, let's do it. Go ahead. How about a beer? Woo! Might Be Brews presents the toast of the week. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I'll get mine out of the way quick because we kind of talked about it already, but I really wanted to give a shout out to um, the dudes at Animated. Mm. It was really nice of them to to let us do the uh, F1 race there, have some people. Um, food was good. We had a good time. But I wanted to just point out that they do a lot of cool shit right now. Like when we went there on Sunday, they were doing a flea market out there. So they had a bunch of really cool um, tents set up. That were, um, you know, had all kinds of vendors. They were selling really neat stuff. Did you see the Ben Simmons challenge? I did see that. They were doing a, did you see that? I did saw it on uh, online, yeah. Yeah. So did you do it? No. No. I should have. But what was it like? Um, you had to make five four out of ten or yeah, five out of ten. Five out of fifteen, something like that. I forget what it was. Um, but they do trivia. They just started doing karaoke there. So there's a lot of really cool stuff going on. But I appreciate, um, you know, them hooking us up like that. So that's my toast for the week. Yeah, and also happy anniversary. What up, boys? Mr. Yeah. Steve and yeah. Mrs. Jackie. Why did you say Jackie? It's Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. I don't know. You confused me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's weird. It tastes exactly like the weed beer. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, see what it is? Juicy Pebbles. It's really good. I like it. Valero snort. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Down in Jersey. Who the fuck came up with that name and thought, like, this will sell? Let's put that on our beer. <laughs> snort. It's called Valero snort. That makes sense. I don't know what the fuck that means. But there is lime zest in it, so maybe there was a little something that reminded me of that first beer. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to toast to uh, the two of you guys because um, you are basically all that remains of the Might Be News Network. And I really just, like, I'm always just so impressed with everything you guys do. I mean, um, I put together that, uh, the Brewfest episode for you guys uh-huh. um, because it was just so many pieces to do. And I was just like, just so impressed with it. You guys did so many interviews. You fit so much into like a small period of time. Um, but just the way that like, not even just the way that you guys did the interviews, uh, one of the, like, my biggest takeaway from it was just how excited they were to talk to you guys and how happy they were to be on the show. And, like, the return guests 
you know, every single one of them were just like, oh, yeah, we love you guys. Oh, yeah, 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 I love you guys. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it was just, it's really cool. You guys have, like, a really cool presence in the local beer scene, and I think that that's something to be um, extremely proud about. And, Thanks, man. and you guys, you know, three years ago Cheers. met and talked about it and figured it out. So, great yeah, job. Man. Great job to both of you guys. Thanks, dude. It's really great. It's uh, it's. It's a lot of fun. We have we have a blast with it. I gotta say too that also shout out to your listeners. Sorry, yeah, shout out to those guys. I gotta say I was really impressed when I went back and listened to the episode. Um, I just fucking kill it every time. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, like Mr. Steve, it's I feel like bad for you sometimes because I re-listen to episodes and I don't shut the fuck up. And yeah, that's definitely true. I ask seven <laughs> questions in one question like in a breath so i'm like well how did, how did you feel about this but then when you also did this and you put out a new beer what that's what's that like and when you're trying to do this how do you handle that and da, da, da. and then you when i actually you know give you a chance to say anything you fucking kill it every single time with like just a great worded question very articulate you you round things in together like you are the perfect podcast host and i don't know why I talk as much as I do. I have like 43 minutes to think of a question. So when I have it, it's it's <laughs> dynamite. It's built up. It's yeah. ready to go. Like every yeah. time I listen to an episode like that, I'm like, why the fuck? Do I, just, I just, you need to do it because you're the fucking guy talking much. You guys make a really good team. You do. I like to think so, but. I think you guys make a really great team. If it wasn't for Mr. Steve, we would get no respect. That's probably true. Uh, well, probably you get no true. respect. Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. But cheers to you guys. You guys are great. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. So my toast was going to be a quick one to Taylor. Thank you for editing the episode. Oh, yeah, no problem. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and I got to give a shout out to uh, to John over here. So my wife, for our, my, for our anniversary, I told her uh, the guy that I share an office with at work was leaving. He got a new job. Best of luck, Bill. Um, but he was the one that had our refrigerator and our microwave in the office. So I was like, yo, I got to get a microwave and a and a uh and a fridge so jamie was like in her mind i'm gonna buy him the fridge and i'll fill it with beer oh wow nice little anniversary gift um but then in jamie's mind she freaks out because she doesn't know what beer to get <laughs> so she goes to wagman she has a couple things but she doesn't really find what exactly she's looking for and calls john in a panic <laughs> and what I can only imagine her going, ah, John, I can't, I don't know what to blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah. right, right. And John, uh, you know, dropped what he was doing, went, met Jamie at the uh, Exton Bev Co., and well, they picked out a, a, a lot of winter beers for me. So I have a uh, a nicely stocked fridge that I had to unload to put into my regular fridge because I couldn't bring the beer fridge into the <laughs> right, yeah. It was a little, yeah. a little awkward exchange there. But, a lot of work I had to do. But thank thank you, John. And thank you, Taylor, for, yeah. the, uh, for the edit. Cheers yeah, to you guys. No yeah, cheers, buddy. Happy anniversary. That was a lot of fun, man. It, it, was, it was really funny because, you know, Jamie's texting, and then she's also talking with Robin at the same time, so we're kind of all, like, having – some kind of conversation but uh but yeah and robin was completely cool with it too she was like yeah let's go help out let's go do this and um it was fun you know it was it was a good time and i don't know you got a good family man they're they're just really cool and i was very happy to be asked to be a part of it all right we'll keep them around for a little while yeah. <laughs> at least another 15 years or so yeah right at least so bones or no bones day yeah what's that so there's this guy on tiktok that has this pug and Every morning when he goes to wake up this pug, 
the the pug is like in his dog bed and he's like laying on his side. <laughs> yeah, right. So he'll 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 go and he'll be like, "All right, let's see if it's a bones or no bones day." And he literally picks the pug up and puts him upright. Yeah. And if the pug stands, it's a bones day. Okay. <laughs> that means they're going to have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes they'll pick up this pug and the dog's just like, fuck this. I'm not doing anything. Uh, no and that's a no bones day. Oh, that's funny. So it's either bo- no bones or no bones day. That's funny. And that's kind of be what kind of day you're going to have. Gotcha. Today was a no bones. I, I've been getting up a little bit earlier this week and the dog comes with me, the puppy. I get her out of the crate, take her outside. So I open up the crate. And she stands up and she's like getting ready to come out. And the, for the first time, she just like lays back down. It's like, I'm not coming. Like, yeah. you would think she's been in the crate all night. She's ready to come out. Yeah. She's got to pee, something like that. Like, yeah, I'm good. So I'm good. I'm good. No <laughs> bones day today. Right, right. That's funny. I'm going to have to find that, look that up. It's like a groundhog day every day. Just looking for it. What's going to happen? Yeah. 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 Let's roll the dice and see how we're doing. Well, thanks for having me on the show, yeah, guys. Yeah, man. I really Thank appreciate you. it. it yeah, fun. dude, thanks for hanging out. This yeah. was uh, a lot of fun. It's, it's a nice way to break things up. You know, I, I love talking to breweries. I love um, doing all that stuff we do, but it's also good to just hang out with people. Just and chilling. That's how it started, man. Share a couple good beers. Yeah. Talk about what's important to you or what's on your mind and, uh, you know, having sharing your experiences with, with good people, you know? That's right. That's what it's all about. So everybody that took a few minutes to hang out with us uh we really appreciate you thanks for watching thank you for listening to us uh we love you we appreciate you uh mr steve thank you for everything that you say holla when you say it (laughs) taylor thanks for all your help hey man thanks for helping me uh upload this and edit it and uh process (laughs) it i'm I'm like leaving (laughs) as soon as all the shit that you're as soon as the song is over i'm out in the next in the next couple of minutes it's already fading all right guys have a good night peace out everybody we'll talk to you next time